Good morning, everybody. <coughs> Hello, CJ. How are you? <coughs> I have some background music today. I don't know if you guys can hear it or not. Just let me know if it's if you can hear it or if it's too loud or too or if you want it louder. Okay. Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you for tuning in again if you are coming back and if you are new to my lives just say hi say hola so that i can recognize you and thank you for tuning in my name is emilio and i love doing sessions on inside timer about intentional living that entails a lot of topics and i just love the holistic approach of thinking about your life different areas and then uh, discovering trends, words, something that will inspire you to just be more intentional, more present and, and just enjoy life more. And that's why today I really wanted to talk about hygge. Uh Are you guys familiar with that word? Have you guys heard that word before? It's spelled H y g g e but it's pronounced huga just want to make sure buenos dias amy huga not heard before interested yeah um norma it's a um, we we discovered this word a few years ago and there is actually a documentary called um Finding Huga from 2018. Yeah, it's from uh, mostly Denmark and, and Norway. That's what, what I have read. That's what the origin of that work. Yeah, Scandinavian roots kind of thing. Yeah, and then it's, um, it's a very interesting word because it defines a lot of things that people resonate a lot with. Okay. Uh, hi from the UK. Yes, have heard of this word, but interested to learn what it is. Yeah, so let's, Alison, that's great. So I'm sure you maybe have seen a book out there or maybe uh, you have heard something on the news or uh, we watched a documentary and then we brought a blog post about it and, and we brought that documentary to our community. We used to rent the local theater and we used to do like a series of documentaries. So we did minimalism, we did hookah, we did the true value of things, we did... Uh, we had a lot of very cool heal. We we brought a lot of documentaries uh, to our community, and one of them was finding finding your huga. What's the documentary called? Finding huga. It's called Finding Huga, and it's 2018. If you type that on Google, you will find it. Okay. Yeah. CJ, if you just say finding and then hookah, what you brought, that's the documentary name. So hookah, it's a word for a mood of coziness and for a mood of feeling comfortable, right? It's just that coziness and feeling comfortable kind of feeling. That's what hookah is all about. It's a feeling of wellness, feeling of contentment, feeling of security feeling of comfort, simplicity, 
okay? Not feeling overwhelmed. Just mindfulness. Feel being present. Really appreciating what's happening now. It's about creating ceremonies and rituals with yourself, with other people, and just enjoying the little things of life. Just enjoy every moment of your life. Doesn't matter what you are doing. Always try to enjoy, try to be present. I am feeling hookah today. Can you believe it? Amazing, Amy. Why is that? You want to share why you are feeling hookah today? Alison, I don't know that word, uh, gemutlit. I'm going to write it down because I have no idea. What that? What is that? Gemutlit. I would love, I would love to, to know more about that word. If you want to share, Alison, I can research it. So, hookah, it is not a thing. Okay? It's not something physical. It's not something that you are going to go out and buy. Uh, and there are a lot of books out there and there is a lot of marketing that is kind of grabbing that word and then they are creating furniture, they are creating plants, lamps, uh, decor, and then they use the word hookah. So this object is going to help you create your hookah home, stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> so Jemutli is a German for pleasant feeling. Amazing. Hi, Vicky. How are you? Amazing. So again, hookah is not an object. It's not something that you will go out and buy. Objects, of course, can always help you create an environment that you feel comfortable in. But it is not a requirement. You don't have to spend money to, to, to experience hookah. Just the simplicity of a space, just the simplicity of a friendship, the simplicity of practicing mindfulness, just going out in nature and, and just deep breathing. Uh, whatever you do that makes you feel well, <clears throat> that makes you feel comfort, wellness, contentment, that's hookah. And that's gonna make, that's gonna mean something different for each of you. It's how it makes you feel. Snack, cozy, family, easy. Yeah, so guys, what is something that you do and then after you do it, you just feel cozy you just feel uh comfortable you just feel happy content like what what's something that will bring you into this hookah mood hi amanda how are you so amy says i was just cooking eggs and toast with raspberry jelly for the love of my life he just gave me the sweetest kiss goodbye yeah so again these are just little examples of day-to-day -day activities that that you can create hookah moments just by by being intentional and, and this is this word wraps up a lot of the things that we, we are always talking about here, uh, about intentional living. Yeah. Loving my pets, of course. Loving pets. I have a cat and I love him. So just petting your pet is something that brings you a uh, hookah, right? Makes you feel really well. But that word entails self-care, entails being intentional reflect about what you really want and how you feel about things so that you can do more of what feels good. Uh, it's about being present, okay? Being present in the present moment. So that's mindfulness, mindfulness, right? So <clears throat> it's important to, to have in mind all these things that are necessary for you to be able to experience hookah. 
how many of you guys would you say that you experience hookah on a daily basis? Any of you can say that you experience hookah on a daily basis? <clears throat> so G says, I think I do. Uh, would you mind to share, like, what is what is a hookah moment, like, from yesterday? Oh, Vicky and, and Don, like, would you guys mind sharing what is what is something that you did that that brought you to that hookah moment that experience that emotion of i will never make it through life with a chronic illness unless i focus on hookah moments so amy amazing again can you guys share specific examples of for example for me making a coffee it's a hookah moment for me we just got this amazing espresso machine so the experience of going to the kitchen, opening the coffee, smelling the coffee, and then grabbing a, a cup that I love. It's it's simple, it's it's nice, it's just, and then just put it in underneath, making my coffee, smelling, seeing how it brews, seeing the, the, the foam on the top, and then just drinking it. And then the moment associated with drinking coffee, like it's relaxing, it's social. Uh, we normally play a game with my wife, so that's a huga moment for me, and it happens every day. Okay, so I was lying in bed and hearing my partner was singing in the shower. A huga moment for me. Amazing. Walking in nature, amazing. I cuddled with my dog, felt the warm sun on my face, um, preparing a nice meal and being grateful, taking my dog for a walk on these crisp fall mornings, the sun is shining on my face and the breezes rustling the leaves on the way home from this school my son and i stopped at the park and took in the fresh air coming across the lake so you guys are just describing those moments of you are choosing to be present you are choosing to enjoy whatever is happening in the present moment nature has something to do your pets have something to do the people you love have something to do so that's that's hookah right that's a um, yeah, gossip with my husband every evening by the fire. Fire, that component is it's hookah, like having a candle, the fire element. If you guys have a, a fireplace, that's such an amazing hookah moment, right? Just the fire, the cracking, the smell, the warmth. And then you maybe have a, a cozy blanket that you use and then you just like, it's just so cozy, right? So it's nice lighting the candles around my Buddha state and Ganesha. Right before whichever inside timer teacher I commit to on that day, you Emilio. So Amy, you have a, a little ceremony that that's going on, right? You had you have a little ceremony that you repeat, and it helps you set the tone. It helps you set that coziness, right? Uh, so that's your hookah moment. But you guys are being intentional about it. Uh, it's a word that can be, yeah, you can use a different word if you want. But hookah, it's a reminder of those sim simple things that can bring you a lot of joy and that many times we are too busy to even appreciate so that's a uh, good morning stephanie so that's the beauty of this word that is a word that it sounds different it's a word that comes from a different country and then sometimes we just need something external something new for us to get inspired again to explore to remind ourselves and to allow ourselves that, that time and space to be cozy, right? 
Another definition that I saw that I really liked is uh, the art of creating intimacy. Okay, so huga is the art of creating intimacy with yourself, intimacy with your loved ones, intimacy with your friends, intimacy at home. So intimacy doesn't mean sex. Intimacy means having a special moment with, with, with you. Sometimes you just want to meditate. You just want to go for a walk with yourself. Maybe you are thinking about something. You are reflecting about something. Maybe you just had a long day and you just need to decompress. Or maybe you just maybe you just want to um I think I'm freezing a little bit. <laughs> yes, I intimacy with myself is the pale pink comforter I just bought. It reminds me of my bedroom as a little girl. I got a soft Linus blanket I love. Amazing, Amy. So you have some components there that that brings you memories from your infancy and that that helps you feel well, right? Uh, another one that I really liked from uh, so huga. They say that it's a it comes from a Danish word that means to give courage, to give comfort, and to give joy. So how beautiful is that? Imagine that everybody had in mind as a priority to give courage to give comfort and to give joy. How would you feel if you were surrounded by people like that? To give courage, to give comfort, and to give joy. It will make me feel safe. Absolutely. I just have an example that I shared in another session, but an example of a of an intentional moment, an example of huga. It seems hard to find those people. Christine, absolutely. Sometimes it's hard, but it all starts by you giving. You giving it, right? Uh, imagine that I invite you guys for a coffee. To my house okay and then you come to my home uh, and then we're just going to hang out and then you come to my home and then my table is a mess and then I'm not ready and then I am on the phone with someone oh wait a second I, I will be with you in, in a minute uh, and then you just sense that chaos you just sense that I don't know would you say that that's a, a, a hookah moment for you would you feel invited and comfortable no. Now imagine that I invite you for coffee and then I open the door because my door enters into the kitchen, right? So imagine that I open the door and then you are welcome and say, hi, how are you doing? How is your day going? And then I'm keeping eye contact and giving you a smile and then you have a peek and then the kitchen table is set up, beautiful napkins, mugs, the coffee is ready. And then I ask you, how was your day? How are you doing? And then please sit down with me. And then I have a candle on the table. And then how will you feel there? Will you say that that's a hookah moment for you? Yes. So majority of the people are saying yes. And just 
visualize now you walking down the street on a rainy day, it's cold, and you just want to like get out of the rain, get out of the cold. And then you just have a big, you see a few coffee places options. Which one are you gonna go into and why? What coffee place are you going to choose to go into and why? One that is quieter, friendly and warm place, the comforting one, one less crowded with room to spread out. So guys, unconsciously, when you are trying to decide where to go, you are actually, you have a lot of requirements in your mind, right? And your mind is, is going to tell you, oh, that place looks cozy. Oh, that place doesn't look cozy. Oh, that place is crowded. I don't want to go in there. Oh, that place. For some people, a crowded space will be a hookah moment because maybe they have to work. They've been alone all day at home and they just want energy around them. So they are seeking for that hookah moment in the form of social energy around them. But they don't want to participate. But they want to be in the middle of the action, right? Sometimes I feel that way. I sit in there and then I just work and then having people around me, having chaos around me, but me, me being in, in my bubble really helps me get in, in, in the mood, right? Sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes I feel like I want a relaxing place with a candle, dim light, not too much noise. So all of you will have different requirements and every day they may change, okay? Every day they may change too, depending how you feel. So it's just interesting to notice those things. Soft, soothing colors. Yeah, so another example about a uh, huga and just feeling safe. And this is something that came uh, to me, not really coffee, but that's why I hate going into Chipotle's PC. It's so loud and metal inside. So Mindy, you have, there are some specific things that you don't like from that place, right? And it's important to be aware of them. And it's important to understand why do we make the choices we make? And how can we be more intentional in everything that we do? Everything that you do during the day, how can you be more intentional? How can you make that moment a hookah moment for you? And it doesn't have to take you a long time, but sometimes little details will make a difference. Especially when, when, when being social, when treating with your family, with your children, with your parents, with, with the friends that you are interacting with, with the co-workers, sometimes little details will make a huge difference and people will notice them. And when you are giving joy, when you are making people feel comfortable, what do you think they are going to give back to you most likely? Will you say they're going to be angry at you? Will you say they're going to treat you poorly? Or will you say that they will feel like, wow, like, this person, I always feel so well around this person. Maybe they have the opportunity to be that person that they are never. Maybe they never allow themselves the space to be, to create those hookah moments. Maybe they don't know how to do it. And you are giving them the, the, the chance, the opportunity, the space to first experience how it feels. And second, you model that for them. And then 
most likely they are going to start doing that more because they are familiar, because they are receiving that and they now know how to do it. They will mirror what is there. Yeah, and sometimes they won't. But if they won't, maybe they are not present. Maybe they are overwhelmed. And this is why sometimes it's important to to just be intentional. And this is why all the sessions that I do here on Inside Timer, they are all about decluttering, intention, self-care, mindfulness, how to create spaces that you feel well into, how to manage your time, so that all those things will help you be able to have the capacity to be present. Okay? How many of you can be present every single day? Just be honest. How many of you can be present every single day? Yes, I desire to do this for others, holding a safe space for another to rest and feel comfort. Stephanie, beautiful. Beautiful. In my case, I will say that I can be present. I try to be present every day, but I find myself being not breathing deeply, being in my head, thinking about something, and then I am missing what's happening. I am missing the present moment. Sometimes I choose to be uh, efficient rather than to be present. Uh, That's my nature. So it's just important to have as many reminders as you can to invite you to at least be present every now and then. Maybe you are doing a task and say, okay, I finished this task, now I'm gonna be present for the next 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Or maybe you had a long day and you have dinner with friends and you say, now I'm gonna put my phone away, I'm gonna remove everything I have in my head and I am going to be present. And that's your two hours of presence with friends having fun and then that's your hookah moment of the day. Uh, Yeah, some days I am just underwater. And, and that's normal. And this comes um, something that came to me the other day about self-care, about huga, and about creating a, a safe space for you. And how sometimes life is just, life is like a storm. So hear me out here. Just close your eyes and imagine that you are in the middle of the forest. And there is this huge storm just coming. And then all of a sudden it just comes starts pouring down it's windy it's cold you just want to go somewhere so you keep walking and then you see a little cabin so you get in there and then there is a wood stove in there a wood fire so you can start the fire and then you can get in there there is a blanket and then you are cozy there you can make a coffee or tea and then all of a sudden you are inside that cabin in the middle of a huge storm that you cannot control but you can control that little space right So you can control that little space. That little cabin is yours. And then you will stay there. You may choose to go out into the storm, but you can always have the option to come back and and just just stay there cozy, right? So that's what happens in life. And that's that's the only thing that we can do. When life happens sometimes, it's like a storm. You cannot control what's going on, okay? You cannot control what's going on. The only thing you can do is control how you react to it. And just visualize yourself in that forest and visualize yourself seeing that cabin. You have the opportunity to create a little cabin for yourself. Okay? That's when you go inside of you. That's when you breathe deeply. That's when you 
come to the present moment. That's when you start creating this huga moment so that you can feel better because the storm is happening. Like it or not, it's happening. And you don't know for how long it's going to be happening for. The only thing that you can control is how you react to it. So you can choose to remain in that little cabin for as long as you need. Or when you are feeling well, you can just get out and then go to the storm and maybe enjoy the rain, maybe look for wood, maybe do whatever you need to do. But you are not expecting the storm to stop. You are not being frustrated with the storm. You are not saying like, I hate this cold. I hate this rain falling on my face. I hate the wind. Uh, You are not saying those things. You are just saying, well, it's a storm. It will happen. I'm enjoying the wind in my face. I, I enjoy the water. And when I need to, I go to my cabin. So hookah is kind of the same idea. Creating hookah moments throughout your day, that's your little cabin, right? That you go in every now and then to recover, okay? We had that exact experience last year and I loved it. When I felt depressed, I should visualize that weekend. Yeah, Amy, visualize an experience that that brought you joy and just go back to that. And when you are visualizing that, and you can connect with those feelings and those emotions, most likely the emotions that you may be experiencing now, like they will be deemed, especially if they are not real, especially if they are emotions created with your mind, especially if it's an anxiety about what's to come that is not real yet, or maybe depression about what happened that you cannot change anyways. So coming back to that present moment uh, through visualizing a past emotion that felt good to you, that's a great way of creating a huga moment. Being mindful again. Uh, being grateful about what happened, right? May have quote Brown, but we cannot control the wind, but we can control the cells. Yeah, Lenore, that, that's beautiful. That's another great metaphor, right? You cannot control the wind. The wind just happens, right? But you can leverage the wind by orienting yourself in different ways. So you can go really fast or you can go really slow or you can just take yourself down and you don't move. So yeah, it's a great it's a great way of a, a great analogy too. What do you do when that space contains you too much and starts to feel like you are trapped in it? Christine, what do you mean by too much? Are, are you talking about physical clutter? What do you do when that that space contains you too much and starts to feel like a... So do you mean that you go to that space a lot and then you don't come out? Is that what I... Can you elaborate a bit more, Christine, so that we can talk about it? Uh, Sue says the same. Lenore says the same. Oh, isolation. Okay. Yeah, so... Christine, uh, a hookah moment, it's a moment that you feel well with, okay? It's a moment that makes you feel well. Uh, When you are finding yourself using that to avoid something, then most likely it won't feel good anymore. So when it doesn't feel good, that means that that it's not a hookah moment anymore. It's not a healthy moment anymore for you. And you have the answer inside. When you look inside and you you notice how you feel, you will know if 
what you are doing is serving you or it's not. So can you share a specific example of when you find yourself avoiding the reality or, or when you find yourself um, feeling isolated? Are you are you happy to share a, a more specific example so that we can help you out? Illness isolates me. Then I don't feel I have anything interesting to offer in that now. Sue, thank you, Sue, for sharing. So illness isolates me. Then I don't feel I have anything interesting to offer in that now. So Sue, that's that's most most likely that's a that's an assumption, okay? Uh, most likely because I'm sure that you are doing great things. I'm sure you are a very interesting person, and I am sure that you have skills to do things that other people cannot do so so many times we forget how unique we are and we forget how many things we do throughout our day that other people will be amazed at so just keep that in mind and don't have high expectations about what other people are expecting from you because sometimes maybe they are not even expecting anything from you and you think that they are so there are a, a few i send you so much love <laughs> So there are a few things here that 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 are important to keep in mind. Uh, I travel for work. When I drive home, I feel almost fearful. Um, COVID isolates. Absolutely. COVID has been very hard for all of us, guys. Sue, I send you so much love. Uh, like my hookah becomes a prison. Thank you, Amy. Yeah, so... Your huga becomes a prison. So that means that deep inside, Christine, your heart, your soul, however you want to call it, it's asking you to do something different. Okay? That pulse of life that is going through you, the present moment that is flowing through you, it's asking you to do something different. So maybe you are trying to stay in a in a place, maybe you're you are trying to stay in a in a moment that no longer serves you and you need deep inside you want something different. You know you have to do something different. So when you can connect with that and be present and really let that out without feeling we just observe what's coming out, right? Then you will know what you need to do. Sometimes being calm, being practicing mindfulness is not the right thing to do because maybe you have to take action on something. Maybe you have to be a warrior and, and put your energy into something different, okay? Sometimes it's time to kind of go back to that cabin, right? Uh, and then relax. So you need to find your balance here and you are the only one who will know when that feels good and when it doesn't. And a hookah moment for you can mean something different than for another person. A hookah moment doesn't mean always isolation or being alone or, or being by yourself. A hookah moment can be socializing with friends doing an activity that you love. A hookah moment could be going to the gym and practicing a sport with someone else. Could be uh, working really hard at a prayer that you love and you just get that hookah feeling from doing that. So you can define what huga means to you and you can create a, a different huga moment that 
that requires different things that maybe feel more aligned with you. Okay. Um, not my quote. Google says Thomas Monson, Dolly Parton and Jimmy Dean <laughs> will try to get clarity. So good news. Uh, is the illness is not permanent. It will change eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, uh, what's coming up for you when, when you hear the word huga? Like, would you say that you feel what do you feel when you hear the, the word huga? Is that something that you feel it's doable? Is that something that you feel resistance with? Uh, like some people here felt resistance with, I want to get out of my huga because it's too much. Some other people say, I need to create more huga moments here. So what's coming up for you with that word? Clarity, calm, peace. I'm striving toward that. Okay, Lenore, so for you, it's positive. For you, it's something that that uh, calm, cozy, whatever that means to you. I feel it is doable and I look forward to those moments. Thank you, Vicky and CJ. Is there, is there anyone here experiences resistance to that word? Experiencing like something that doesn't feel right, something that feels a little bit weird like when you hear that word and when when you know the definition of that word is there anyone here feeling a little bit like i don't know it doesn't feel kind of right to me so resistance initially because it sounds complicated not now after you explain i do have resistance because of limited resources but i also need to change my attitude i need more positivity no resistance for me. It can be a way of life. Illness is... So, yeah. So, guys, you say the safe space in the storm of life. Yeah. So, some of you are afraid of... Uh, okay. The definition feels right. But what was my hugo changed? Christine, amazing. So, now you are allowing your, yourself the permission to create something different for yourself. Something that feels more aligned. And some of you who were feeling or who are feeling resistance, maybe you have too high of, a, of an expectation. Maybe you feel that who is going to demand too much from you and you don't have the resources. You don't have the time. You don't have the energy. But then for you, Huga is simplicity. Okay? If you are feeling overwhelmed, the first thing that Huga comes to mind for me, it's simplicity. I need to declutter. I need to do less. I need to be less perfectionist. I need to lower my expectations. I need to prioritize more. I need to become more intentional. I need to audit what I'm doing. That's what comes up for me when I feel overwhelmed. Okay. Um, how does that sound to you guys? For those of you who were feeling resistance, uh, this is too complicated. I don't have the time or the resources. Like, how does simplicity sounds to you as a huga moment? It's placing me first. Uh, the definition feels right. Yeah. So it's placing you, yourself first. Uh, absolutely. And this doesn't mean that you are neglecting others. But sometimes you have to say no to things that you don't want to do. 
things that you know are going to demand too much from you. Say no to things that you know you don't have the time or the capacity for right now. You can do them in the future or you can eliminate something that you are doing and do that. But you cannot do everything that you have in your mind. Majority of the times is just not doable. It sounds much better. Simplicity helps a lot. Beautiful. Love the word simplicity. Permission to on. Yeah. American society brainwashes us to believe productivity is how we find our worth. Lowering expectations is a wonderful way to shift the paradigm. Yeah. So about productivity. Productivity is great. But productivity being efficient at doing something that you don't care about, being efficient at doing something that you don't have to be doing, what's the point of that? Okay? And that's one, like, imagine that you have productivity, it's one circle, and then you have mindfulness, another circle. When they cross, that's what's called intentional living. So before you become productive and efficient at something, choose something that you like, right? So you have to set the intention. You have to prioritize. You have to really decide what is it that you are giving your time, your energy to. And you have a lot of power about this. You can choose that. And once you have chosen something that feels good to you, that's when you then take action. That's when you use productivity to be more efficient. Okay? Does that make any sense to you guys? So, some say huga is medicine for the soul. So, huga is medicine for the soul. <laughs> How does that land there? Sometimes it requires letting go of an old identity to find this authentically. Yeah, identity is something that I always invite people to think about. Okay? When you are trying to change, when you are trying to step into a new version of yourself, it really, really helps when you find an identity that you are inspired by, okay? So, for example, a few months ago, I was feeling a little bit drained. I was doing too much. And my word for hookup was simplicity. I needed my day to be more simple. I was overwhelmed. I always had the feeling that I wasn't doing enough. I always felt I was late to everything. I had the feeling that I was missing out on so many strategies. And I knew deep inside, it's like, this is no good. I need to go to my cabin in the middle of the storm and I need to spend some time with myself there. And then I need to prioritize. So that's what I did, okay? So I did a, a time audit, I did an activity audit. I really became clear with what I was doing, how I was feeling. And then the simplicity that came out of that was to allow myself to be less productive. <laughs> and I know it may sound crazy to you, but I was, my nature is to be productive, to always be doing, 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 doing. And I realized like, no, Emilio, your job now, it's to learn how to do less and be okay with it. So that was my, my intentional moment. That was my, that was my learning. <coughs> So that's what I have been doing in the past like eight or nine months. I have been focusing only on Inside Timer. I have been creating only courses for here. And I kind of 
put everything else in pause because that's what felt aligned to me, okay? And that may change in the next months, but I was able to then step into my hookah moments more often. I was able to be okay with life, life's pace. I stopped having expectations and trying to control the outcome in a way that I think things should happen this way. No, things are going to happen the way they are going to happen. Yes, you are setting the intention. Yes, you are taking action. But you have to detach yourself. You have to let go of how things are going to unfold because you don't know. And sometimes if you let go, things will happen in a way that you couldn't even imagine. Okay? So I invite you to do that. Sometimes for those of you who are experiencing overwhelm, for those of you who are being triggered by the word, by the word huga because you feel like I will never be able to do that, I will never be able to find a time to do that, my to-do list is endless and I don't want to put one more thing on it. For those of you who are on that state, it's time for you to take time for yourself and really declutter your life, declutter your calendar, declutter your activities, declutter your thoughts, declutter everything, question everything and then start feeling from inside here, from your heart, like what should I do now? What feels good to me now? do a brain dump in a piece of paper, put out everything that you have in your head and then look at it. What resonates the most for you now? And then start doing that. And how can you create huga moments in your day to day while you do those things? Emilio, how did you inventory those areas of your life? So Amy, uh, different tools, okay? So one tool I used was to track my week. So I use my journal. I don't have it with me here, but I I get my journal and then I have a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I start monitoring what I'm doing. That's one way. Another way is I do a brain dump. So I have a piece of paper and then I start, close my eyes, take a couple of deep breaths, and then I have pen and paper with me. And then every time an idea comes, I try to to think about general ideas, not the details, okay? So, some, for example, when I did the last one a few months ago, like marketing, like being on Facebook, a Facebook group that I have, that came up. Uh, doing email marketing, that came up. Uh, doing more Imago dialogues with my wife, that came up. Uh, creating more courses for uh, Inside Timer, that came up. Uh, practicing sports, that came up. So all the things that are coming up, I start writing them down until I don't have anything else in my head. So then I can look at that piece of paper and I can reflect about every single area and see what do I want to put my energy into, okay? And of course, some things you have to do. I have to take care of my daughter. I have to, to work. I have to, um, I have to do the dishes. I have to, so there are certain things that you have to do or you can hire someone to do if you have the money, right? But obligations are there. But so many other things, they are not obligations, true obligations. So question everything in your life and see if you have to, do I really have to do this, yes or no? I hope that helps. Uh, Emilio, so begin with a brain dump, then track your week or reevaluating your creation, creating a new ideal week. Yeah, Amy, and you, uh, 
you share in the course classroom of my minimalism class uh, in my course, and I, I responded to you, and I basically shared this. I shared that the next step for you is to create your ideal week. Why is it so important to do the exercise of creating your ideal week? Because having your week in front of you, it's going to force you, invite you to be intentional and to be realistic because you only have 24 hours every day, seven days a week. And ideally, everything you want to see in your life, it's going to repeat weekly, okay? Because if something is not happening weekly, most likely it's not important enough. Honestly, it is not. If you are trying to go for walks and you don't work weekly, I don't know. If you try to eat healthy, but you don't eat healthy weekly, is it really important? So think about that. So when you have a week in front of you, you have to be intentional about how much time I, am I allocating for, for this? How much time do I need to work? How much time do I need to spend with my family? How much time do I spend cooking and grocery shopping? How much time do I spend doing laundry? How much time do I spend doing things that I like, my hobbies? How much time do I spend socializing with friends? How much time do I spend playing my guitar? Whatever you have in your week, then is the time for you to look at the things that you have to do, that they are non-negotiable, and then use productivity to make them more efficient. But all the rest, be clear about do you really have to do it? And if it is a yes, how many yeses do you have? And if you have a lot of yeses, do an inventory of how much time and energy and creativity is this task, this hobby, this social activity, uh, whatever you are trying to do, how much time and energy is this going to, to demand from me? And then when you have a list of that and you try to put those things in your week, you will find very quickly if you are being realistic or not. And then you have to prioritize. Okay, from these 10 things that I have, you look at them and then you start feeling with your heart, not with your mind. You start feeling like, how do I feel about playing squash three times a week? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe two times a week feels more aligned to me. Hmm, yeah, maybe two times a week. Okay, how do I feel about creating a new course for Inside Timer? Hmm, yeah, I think I, I, I need to do that. I think creating a course really puts me in a place where I enjoy my time too. Many people are going to benefit from it. Yeah, I can do that. That's a priority. How do I feel about socializing three times a week with friends and family? And oof, that's that. Oof, I'm overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed. That sounds like a lot. I don't. I don't think I want to commit to that. So you know what I mean? You you start checking in with yourself with each activity, and then you will come up with the answers of which ones are a priority for you. Do you mean what I entered yesterday? You told me to redo it with clear action. I submitted it last night. Yeah. Amy, I just responded to, to your question uh, before doing this live. So you will, you have an audio recording in there for you, okay? Um, so guys, uh, what do you think, just to finish the session, what do you think are the requirements for you to be able to create more hookah moments in your life? Just share in the chat. What do you think are ways that you can use to create more huga moments in your life. 
I would like to read what you share. And I have a few ideas here. For my family, decorating for Christmas early. Okay, so decorating for Christmas early, that's a hook a moment for you and your family. Beth, thank you. Recognize opportunities when elements are present. Amazing. So that invites you to be present, to be paying attention and to be able to, to say yes or no to those opportunities from, from an intentional way. Mind shift to treat myself as BFF. You brought permission to do me. What does that mean to you? Uh, increase awareness. Yeah. Get clear about what makes you happy and what fills you up. Find ways to make those a reality. Yeah. Best friend forever. <laughs> I like the idea of creating an ideal week. Yeah, Alison, it's very powerful. It's a very powerful exercise. Okay. And I invite you to do it. Um, so some of the ideas that I have here for you guys, for you to explore is auditing the activities that you do. Okay. Auditing the week, the current week. Maybe you can track one or two weeks and then write down everything that you do and then track how you feel. So that's another thing, like track the emotions that are coming up every time you do something in your day. Something will feel really good. Something will feel really bad. Track how you feel. Okay. Doing a cleanse is something that can help you get in a state of finding more moments. Uh, doing a digital detox. So bringing simplicity to your digital life in the form of Maybe putting your phone away more often, maybe removing notifications, maybe doing a one week digital detox and then exploring new things. Just see how that sits with you. Declutter, decluttering your home, decluttering your calendar, decluttering your commitments. Just start questioning every single one and see how you feel about it. Uh, mindfulness and meditation. So spending more time with yourself in a conscious and intentional way. My friend says, have a great day on purpose. Yeah, exactly. So on purpose, uh, be creative. So it, expose yourself to activities that are going to bring creativity, uh, playfulness. Just do something that makes you feel like a child again. Honestly, just find those activities that make you laugh. Those activities that when you do them, they just make you like feel like, wow, like I'm young again. I'm... I'm like for me, that's juggling. I juggle my balls for a minute and then I just feel like, wow, this is so much fun. I am in the present moment. People watching me laugh and then I can teach them how to do it. It's social too. So find activities that you feel well doing. Uh, and then journal. Journal, track how you feel and then reflect because we guys forget. Uh, I get on a spiritual overload with Inside Timer some days. I need more mindfulness on Inside Timer. Yeah, so Amy, for you, one of the things that I invited you to do was to, on that ideal week, you decide how much time you want to spend on Inside Timer, okay? You decide how much time you really have and just think about it. Like when you come to one of these sessions, you are bombarded by ideas, those ideas need to need time to process, right? So sometimes it's normal to feel like I cannot come to Emilio sessions anymore because it's too much. That's your body telling you, Amy, you are you are overloading yourself with ideas, but but you are not taking any action and you are just feeding your brain. 
but you are not allowing yourself the time and space to move forward with the different things that you set your intention to. So just be mindful about how you feel and be mindful about what's the next step for me now. And then, uh, yeah, spiritual overload is it's a thing for sure. Uh, and guys, if you want to explore ideas to, to create more time in your life, I do have a course here on Inside Timer that is about minimalism and it applies to every area of your life. It's a 14-day course. I will invite you to take that course and you have the opportunity to share in the course classroom after each lesson. You can share anything that you need. Okay, I will be answering to you with an audio and then I will be supporting you every step of the way. And I also have a self-care course, a 10-day self-care course that we dive deeper into how to practice self-care, different tools for mindfulness. And that's going to help you really create more of a sacred space where you can step in. So I'm going to help you create that little cabin in the middle of the forest so that when the storm comes, you can get in there and you have some tools. You have a nice fire. You have a blanket. You have a coffee. You have all the tools that you need to make yourself feel well. It's like a toolbox. Okay. So I invite you to take those two courses. If you are a members plus, uh, you can just access them and use the course classroom. I will be very happy to support you. And I have an announcement today. I submitted my new course that is called Creating Your Peaceful and Clutter-Free Home. This one is a 30-day course. It's the longest course I have ever created. And it's going to help you just create the clutter-free home that you always wanted. So that course I submitted it today, yesterday night for approval. Inside Timer received it. And now it's it's just a matter of time for them to go through it and make sure that everything is good. And then they will decide when it's going to be published. But I have done my work. I recorded everything. I brought everything. I edited everything. Uh, it was a lot of work, guys, a lot of work. But I did it with love, with intention. I know it's going to help a lot of people. And I am very honored to be able to share that. So keep an eye on that. Okay. And I also will have uh, workshops coming up in the new year in January and February. I have two workshops already ready. I don't know when Inside Timer will put them in my in my profile, but you will see them. And I also now can offer one on one coaching. OK, so if you are looking for to dive deeper into any specific area of your life and you feel that I could be of help, you now have the opportunity to go to my profile on Inside Timer and we can have a Zoom. It's a video call. So it's a way that we can both talk and it's way deeper and I can we can dive into any specific area. We can explore any of the tools that I share here and you can do one session or you can do as many sessions as you need. That's your choice. OK, but that's another option for you to have. OK, guys, five minutes left. Thank you, Rosemary. A any questions you guys have about today's session? that I can support you with. Um, yeah, we are moving into a new home in, in a month. Perfect timing. Yeah, Amy, it's a really in-depth course that uh, hopefully is going to help a lot of people uh, transform their homes. Thank you, Sue, for your donation. I see some donations. Chat is moving really fast. So if I don't acknowledge you, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, congratulations. Excited to get it started. What are your topics in January and February? 
So, Mindy, uh, it's a minimalism and intentional living. Those are the two topics that I... One workshop is a two-day workshop and the other one, I think, is a five-day... It's a five-session workshop. And I cover different topics. And every session is a, a little bit of a teaching, but then it's going to be a lot of, very interactive, meaning like the people who are present there, uh, I'm going to open up the space for specific cases because I found that that's what people love. They love getting help with what they need and other people like to witness specific uh, case life scenarios rather than me offering a general vision, right? So that's what we're going to be doing in that workshop. It's going to be more personal, more intentional, more fluid. I love fluidity. I love flowing. I don't like having a a set to stone thing that I need to follow. No, I just go with an open heart, an open mind, and I just sense what the session needs from me, and I just let it flow through. So that's my intention for this uh, for these workshops. When will this be, Emilio? Uh, Roxanne, January and February. Uh, I don't think they are still on my profile. So when I will I will share them in my circle, and I will share them um, in my life course when they are available. Okay, so that you can sign up because there is a limitation on how many people can be inside. So I will make sure to share that with you when they open, okay? Uh, yeah. Uh, dates, again, like they will be published. Uh, it will be in January and February. But the dates, all the specific details will be published in, in my platform hopefully soon. No, no, Roxanne, they are not sold out. Uh, they are not even open yet for enrollment. <laughs> so don't worry. Hopefully you can get in, okay? Um, January 8th is my birthday. <laughs> yeah, so I think I have some dates here, but again, like uh, I will prefer to don't say anything in case they change or something. Uh, this is the first time I'm doing workshops. This is new for me, so I don't really know how it looks like. I don't really know how uh, it's all new. So very exciting, very happy to be a part of it. Um, I'm just checking my calendar to see if I see them. Um, So, for example, uh, Embrace Minimalism, I have here January 17th. So, Monday, January 17th at 10 a.m. And then Monday, the 24th, January 24th at 10 a.m. Those are the two the two sessions for that. And then the other one is in February, but I don't really know the dates yet. Okay. So, guys... What's your main takeaway from today's session? What are you going to integrate in your life after today's session about hookah? How are you going to start creating more hookah moments for yourself and for all the people around you? Just share some examples, please. <coughs> Remember that hookah is to give courage, comfort and joy. So you are a Capricorn. No wonder you are so hardworking and organized. <laughs> uh, savor my bath. Don't rush. That sounds good and nice. Some of the things that I have always done, it's always smiling. Uh, I don't know why. I always smile in my life. I don't, I don't really know why. Uh, thank you, Roxanne. Sometimes uh, people were coming to me and say, why are you smiling? Why are you always smiling? It bugs me. And I was thinking, I don't know. It's my face expression. <laughs> I, I cannot change it. 
So that's my natural, when I was a, a little boy, that was my natural face expression. I couldn't, I didn't know how to be serious, right? So it's funny sometimes how people smiling at you can just make a difference. So that's something that you can even do. Beautiful smile, hookah, resting smile face, enjoy a warm cup of tea in a beautiful uh, cup. Amazing, Yvonne. Huga is not a thing and how it is expressed in your life is very personal. Yeah, love that, CJ. Huga is has nothing to do with physical belongings. It's all about the experience of what we are doing, right? The energy, the intention that we are putting around behind every action that we take. Hi, Monica. Cozy blankets for everyone on the sofa, snuggling up to watch a movie. Oh, I love that. I love watching movies under a blanket. <laughs> uh, Almost didn't show up. So grateful I did. Needed this. Get back to my creative side. Uh, amazing, Sue. Oh, I have. Wow. I'm losing the chat here. <laughs> Almost didn't. Yeah, okay. I have to work with my limitations. Sue, amazing. That That's good. That's a, an awareness that you learned today. And that's an opportunity for you to dive deeper into those limitations, right? Uh, decluttering, it also can apply to limitations, right? Why is that limitation there? What is the belief behind that limitation? Who said that limitation in your brain, right? And then question it. Is it really true? Is this really like true or not? Is it really something that I need to follow anymore? Or it did serve you in the past for sure, but now is it still serving you that limitation, that belief? Or can you create a new one? And then you create a new one with words that you feel inspired by. Just do that. And then hopefully you can change and step into a new identity. Just talk to yourself in a mirror and tell tell the future Sue what you want to see, right? I want a Sue that is X, Y, and Z. I want a Sue that doesn't get limited by. I want a Sue that feels X, Y, and Z. So do that in front of a mirror. And then anything that comes out for you, write it down, work on it question it, and then hopefully create a new affirmation for yourself. Um, decluttering, check with inner voice if something really resonates with heart. Amazing, Lenore, I love that. Take a walk and smile at my... Uh, it's frozen the chat, sorry. Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for, uh, for being here today. I really enjoy your company. I really enjoy this topic and I, I always love to see your faces. Today I am flying to Barcelona, Spain. I'm going there for two weeks, but I still have booked the live session. So I will do them from my from my bedroom in my mom's and dad's house. <laughs> so it's going to be funny and interesting to do it from there. But yeah, I'm going to be on vacation for two weeks. It's going to be all about spending time with my friends, spending time with my family going on hikes with my mom. Uh, so I I just want to give you a heads up. Like I'm going to try to do the lives and I, they are booked. But if for any reason life flows in a different direction, I have no problem postponing them to after. Okay. So if you see one of my talks, you sign up and then it disappears. <laughs> I just want to let you know that it can happen. Okay. Uh, but I'm setting the intention to, to do them if I can. Okay. But if they don't happen, I am okay with it. And I hope that you guys are not upset. No, Eva and mom are staying home. This is my disconnection time. Why? Because my wife took two weeks 
separately and then she did a uh, look who's here <laughs> that's my wife it's time for me to go yeah so my my wife took two weeks separately and then she went for a kayak trip with her friends uh, and then she was telling me emilio go away take a break you need to go away and do something by yourself so i just look at flights and they were cheap and i decided to go to spain so thank you i will enjoy my trip and now it's time for me to go Thank you so much, guys, for being here. Have an amazing weekend, and I will see you on Tuesday at the same time from Barcelona, okay? Adios.